This is the podcast, Buddha Z Explains. I'm your host, Buddha Z, and today's show is, What is the Meaning of Life? And we're going to answer to that question to some degree in this podcast with the poem, Meaning of Life. That's what it's called, just Meaning of Life. So the, today is about the meaning of life. So think about your own. Uh, before we start this poem, what is your meaning of life? When did you figure that out? How did you figure that out? How are you sure that you're correct? Did someone else give you that idea? Were you talked into it? Were you forced into it? Were you coerced into it? Or were you just given no alternatives? What is your meaning of life? Buddha Z here. This poem is Meaning of Life. This was written after watching a documentary of people jumping off mountaintops dressed like, dressed like flying squirrels. It was amazing. Um, and they would fly like 90 miles an hour or something down these hills and, and land somehow at the bottom. It was amazing. But the star of this particular documentary actually died, crashed, and we died. it was documented. It was part of the documentary. It was his crash and burn and, and, and dying on the mountainside. Uh, it was a little sad. So it ended up uh, really being a documentary about his surviving wife. So this is called Meaning of Life. I watched a skydiver jump to be a non-survivor. It wasn't his first crash and burn. So if it's danger that's sought, paid for in thousands of dollars bought, with survival to unlearn... Why would a young man want to die? Why would someone be compelled to fly? Answer. They sought the meaning of life. Death is an enhancement? He said, no past, no future, only the present. That's where he met his wife. She was there on that mountaintop where he took his last flight. She quit for a while, but life is a style bringing her back to that site. Does she honor his death, offering for sacrifice her last breath? Now she's married to another jumper. When you want what death provides, where is the future that coincides, the dream with your fleshy bumper? With talk as they're packing, of all the precautions preparing for the risk with no emotions, awaiting the thrill of being scared. The risk of death we appropriately ignore seems misplaced, unwanted. A statistical score of how those before you fared, ignore the risk. You are amazing in daredevil tricks that keep the audience glad. GoPro cameras document your final path of heroic descent to that headstone of engraved pavement where people can visit and be sad. How can the meaning of life be an escape from our daily strife? Shouldn't they coexist or coincide? Perhaps our deep-rooted displeasure of slaving every day to earn some leisure is really a despised place we hide. I'm up for adventure with a positive purpose. I've risked life for sure, just like all of us. Everything in life has risk, but when you speak or you seek to see death through danger or crystal meth, perhaps life and time becomes too brisk. 
when existence is reduced to the dangers you did choose, the rewards of life are gone. If the pleasure to fly is approaching where you die, the meaning of life is wrong. And there you are, Buddha Z here, meaning of life. Four Noble Truths Explained An Introduction, Book Number One of Eight Hello there, Eugene, VP of Marketing for Shaolin Records. And I just got to tell you, this is a book about what you should already know. That's it, Four Noble Truths. So what can we learn from this poem, Meaning of Life, written by myself, Buddha Z? Well, first of all, we need to, of course, find the meaning of our life in our daily life. I mean, a life without meaning, or without meaning is obviously a shallow or unhappy life. If you feel as though you have meaning or think you have meaning, then obviously your life has more significance than not having any meaning. So you want to find the meaning of your life. And you want to find it in your daily life. You don't want to try to make it something like like an activity you only do once a year and your whole meaning of life is doing something once a year, I think you should try to find something you can do much more often than that. And let's see. And it shouldn't really be an escapism from your daily life. You shouldn't dislike your life so much that you're trying to escape. Uh, your enjoyment should be something that fits within your daily life that you do just to add a little something to it. It shouldn't require that much drama in order to find your meaning or else you maybe need to change everything else in your life to make it easier to have meaning. Then they're right. Uh, next, well, should the wife change her life? So these are the questions I'm just asking. I'm not offering any answers here. I could, but I'm not. The um, But should she change her life or should she just keep jumping? I mean, when she started doing it. I mean, what 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 do you think would be the right thing for you in that situation? If you were her, what would you do? What would you recommend for yourself? And in terms of a husband and his legacy, um, how do, maybe she was honoring his legacy by continuing to jump for a while. Or maybe she quit for a while. She was honoring his death as showing that maybe you know, she was willing to learn from his mistake. I'm not sure. But at any rate, what is a husband's legacy? And how does someone honor it? And what are the responsibilities in a, mar <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> in a marriage to honor? the other mate's legacy. Can you just forget them when they die and pretend they never existed? Is that okay? All right, next. Um, the uh, Lastly, I've made a note on the um, marrying another jumper. So in other words, she's going to keep the same lifestyle. She's going to marry someone else who obviously is taking a risk and could die every single time they go out to have a good time. Dying is an option that must be considered. When you're going out for um, a movie or something like that, death is not really that much of a consideration. So this is uh, the me finding your meaning of life. Well, uh, here's another note I have. Meaning of life is the opposite of risking life. 
So finding meaning for your life is the opposite of just risking it in a coin toss. Coin toss. All right, so there you have it. There's our uh, Dharma from The Meaning of Life. What can we learn from these stories? And that's really what attracted me originally to Zen Buddhism when I kind of discovered it in the 70s. Is I discovered it as kind of a... Uh, not really a renegade kind of Buddhism, but a very practical Buddhism that was saying that you don't have to have the exact Bible of everybody else to get into heaven. You don't have to have the same words, the same master, the same password, the same, you know, anointment. You know, I mean, Zen Buddhism was basically saying that you can actually become a very enlightened, wise person, but you don't need the books and you don't even necessarily need a master. And don't get me wrong on that, because obviously you do. But the point is, is that once you get to a certain point, you learn from experiences in life. So you do need a master to get started. Anybody who thinks they can get started without one and just bypass that step is, well, somebody who's never had a master. <laughs> they, they, they will never know what they're missing, you know, because they've never mastered anything. So they will just always be a haphazard activity person, or what should we say? I, I, don't, I guess half-assed. It just seems kind of rude, but that's I guess that's half-assed. Okay, anyway, hey, but you're not half-assed, I hope, because um, you're going to put meaning in your life. And when you put meaning in your life, that puts more enthusiasm and purpose and maybe even quality control into whatever you're doing. So find the meaning of your life. The Music Album for Noble Truths by Buddha Z It'll make you smarter. Alright, the Four Noble Truths number one. Well, tonight we're going to refer to this section or this quarter or this fourth or this first of the Noble Truths as the meaning of suffering. Or at least we'll call that our podcast title for, well, what is the meaning of life is the podcast title, but in terms of what we're talking about now, the first noble truth is the origin of suffering, but we're going to call it tonight the meaning of suffering. So, what does this suffering represent, and why doesn't everyone have it? So you could kind of think of something. It could be a loneliness, a boredom, and a fear, or whatever it is. What is this particular suffering that you have? <clears throat> a regret, a resentment. I don't know, whatever it is. What, are, what is it you're suffering from? So, number one, what does this suffering represent? So it represents something. I mean, if you've got a, um, a hurt thumb, it represents the fact that you have an injury in your thumb. So that suffering, has, it represents something, and it's leading you to the answer. Okay, so why doesn't everyone have a hurt thumb? Well, hopefully because they didn't hurt their thumb like you did. So you have a unique experience that you need to either not repeat or understand. Okay, so next, suffering that repeats itself is self-inflicted. Like we're saying, if you keep hurting that thumb over and over, then you may want to change your life. You may want to change your habits. You may want to figure out how to make yourself stop hurting that thumb because <laughs> it shouldn't always hurt. Okay, you weren't born to have a hurting thumb. Okay, now, why are you on your particular path in life? <clears throat> what is it? Are you a cashier? Are you a banker? Are you a uh, landscaper? Why are you on your path? Now, that's actually a very big answer because 
you need to understand why you're doing this because you might decide that, hey, well, I'm doing this because I, I took a, I answered, it was a joke or a whatever, you know, to try this and I've just been doing it ever since. You may want to reassess why you started this path and make sure that that's a reasonable reason to continue it even. Okay, next, or maybe you fulfilled everything you wanted to do in the beginning and maybe you're ready for the next job or something else completely different. You mastered all the skills you wanted. Okay, so why are you on your path? Next, will you gladly accept all its suffering? So you got to remember, everything in life includes some suffering. In this reality, you just cannot expect to have a life without some pain or suffering. You're going to get sick, injured, hurt, or depressed, or disappointed. It's just part of life. Okay, so in this case, when you pick your path, whatever it's going to be, if you're going to be a cashier, are you willing to accept all the suffering that comes with being a cashier? Whatever that is. It could be the boredom. It could be having to deal with people or whatever. You know, but those could be good things. But you need to figure out what in this job is the suffering and make sure that's something you're willing to tolerate for the next 50 years or 40 years or so, whatever it is, however long you're going to be doing your career. Okay, so Four Noble Truths, number one, the meaning of suffering. What is the meaning of your suffering? What is the purpose of it? Because if it's part of your path, then you're going to have to accept it and dealing deal with it. So it's got some sort of meaning to you. Visit BuddhaZ.com. This is the only website, blog, that BuddhaZ will post and comment at. BuddhaZ.com.